Hey guys, another episode of Melting Wax Podcast. This is Jess and Raj. And we were supposed to record yesterday, but um, I was at my brother's house. And we're doing, we're going to do segments on the first day of the week. And the last day, we're going to do the fairy tales. And for this week's fairy tale, it's going to be a story my dad told me growing up. And he will be here. So we're going to record it Friday. But, um... Let's get it rolling. What got you hot this week? Um, roaches. Roaches. Roaches got me hot this week. I went into my room and I just moved everything. Like, I moved my bed. I moved my dresser. I took my TV off my dresser. I was that, witness to this. Moved my desk. Just moved everything and just vacuumed real hard. Cleaned everything. I have to do that every week now because I really can't stand them. I really just don't want them to have any type of peace. Bro. I want to be the last thing they see. They're, my face, I want my face to terrorize them. And I want to go, I want them to close their eyes and they see my face and they wake up in terror, sweats, and just shake. <laughs> like, that's what I want. So that's what makes me hot. Bro, I can't with you. These roaches, they don't care, okay? They don't. You can just polish, just sanitize, just do everything you need to do, and they will still walk across the floor in front of you. They don't care. They don't, in the daytime, at night. They don't care what time it is. They don't care. That is why I'm getting rid of my furniture when we move. I don't care. <laughs> my mom want to say whatever. I'm wasting money, but this stuff got to go because I can't risk bringing over any one of these whores. They just, they live in here rent free. Definitely. But what got me hot this week? Um, two things got me hot. Uh, first thing that got me hot for sure was when I was at work, it was just hectic. You know what I'm saying? People was pulling up, waxing, spending all this money, buying all this. You know what I'm saying? I got a problem with you spending your money. That's your money. You do what you want to do. But I know for a fact it's stimulus check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that that's what you're touching right now. That's where you're spending $80 out of your stimulus check should not be spent at a fast food restaurant. Like, you guys do better. We're finally getting these people to come up off money. That's ours to begin with. Mm-hmm. All right? And we're giving it right back to them. I'm very disappointed in my people. And right now is not the time to even be eating out. Right, right now is the time. I know they want to, I guess, support their restaurants. Mm-hmm. But right now is the time to be cooking at home, learning how to cook. If mm-hmm. you don't know how to cook, eating healthier, you know, to boost your immune system. Like, you should not be eating fast food like it really should not be busy but in that same breath i will say thank you because at least i could work yeah thank you exactly mm-hmm. making money still even if it's like a less one less day well I, I would like um some recognition fast food workers are essential workers we need some recognition and also like we need hazard pay we need to get more money because we're working during a pandemic like the the fast food joints, I know for a fact they're getting a lot of money because people aren't cooking. And I know that because I keep hearing bing, 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 bing in the headset. So that means I need to get a little more bread. First of all, they should pay us more anyways. They're acting like if they don't pay us more, that's what's keeping the prices on the menu down. No, all False. that extra money is going to the pockets of the, the Whopper CEOs. Is $6. In the auto- like, it's not going to, to us. And, you know, we're the ones that have to fight on the front lines, you know. But it's because minimum wage is low. It's like minimum wage gets higher, then prices are gonna get higher. CEOs want to make how much money? What are, what 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 are you hoarding your money for? Listen to me. All I know is I'm gonna be one of them. That's what I know. I have nothing. I don't want to complain no more. I'm done complaining. All I need to do is learn what they're doing because I love the fact that they just. I know what they're doing. They they're hurting others to get to where they are. Because if it's pain, they're selling pain. They're selling pain. It's selling despair. This all that fast food, obesity, 
heart attacks, all that, a whole bunch of bad things that come from fast food. Even like the oil that they fry everything in is dangerous for you, but it's cheap and it's destroying the ecosystem. It's a pain. It's There's crazy some... that we know all that and we will still pull up to the window like, let me get a number mm-hmm. <laughs> one. It's convenient. It's right in front of us. It'll be different if we were like in a town where it's farming. It's like something that's major. It'll be different if we were in a town where we're now turn the corner. Burger King, McDonald's, Taco yeah. Bell ain't all on the same street. You're right. You're right. Captain D's. Definitely. Hungry Howie's all on the same street. Do you see what they're doing uh, in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Opening all the barber shops and the nail salons and like you know, the place black people, people go, go to. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I know exactly what they're doing. They've been doing it for forever. It's crazy. It's like, it's just a coincidence. These are very weird people. No. And it's affecting us badly. So, you know. Yeah, more than anyone else. And we're the ones that really are the essential workers. We're the ones that make sure the country runs, especially when time like this is going on. And they're not protecting us. Because my parents definitely didn't. I see all these parents, white parents, with their children hanging out, working from home. My parents did not work from home. My parents yeah. went to work every day during this pandemic. Every day. My cousin goes to work. She has two jobs. She went to work every day. Mm-hmm. My, my brothers had to, like, you know, watch themselves. That's why I just hate when people come out. Like, I still had to get off social media when people mm-hmm. were saying stuff like, oh, you know... No offense, Idris Elba, but I thought that was so stupid of you to say that let's do this once a week thing to remember Corona. Firstly, it ain't even over. That's number one. And secondly, like, there are people who are still working, smarty. Yeah, no. Just because you get to stay home and I'm, I'm not, you know, anybody mad at you for your profession and that's what it is. But mm-hmm. that's insensitive to say. You know what I'm saying? It's not inclusive and you have a voice, so you really shouldn't be saying nothing like that. Definitely. Another thing that got me mad hot a little bit was um i was so confused when we got the message from rebecca i'm gonna let you know that right now Mm. so i haven't been to work um and i didn't go to work yesterday because one of our close friends mother and i hope she's doing fine i've been praying for her Mm -hmm. you know um tested positive and so we've all been well not all of us but She's gotten tested, Rosh has gotten tested, and I went to get tested today. And we're just waiting to hear back for um, some results. And I just can't with the negativity, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. Yeah. But I've been positive this whole time, even when I went today to get tested. But you haven't? No, no. I mean, positive, like, in mindset. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me I, too. I feel like... People have just been watching the news so much, and mm-hmm. they just see all the negative stuff, and they're just like, immediately, oh, this is it. This happened. Blah, blah, blah. It just, I just can't with it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of negativity. So I, I try to call my grandma often, but my grandma, all she does is stay home and watch the news. You know what I'm saying? She hasn't mm-hmm. left the house. No one really comes to our house. Yeah. And she's still so paranoid. It's really like... I mean, I don't, I don't want to fault her or anything, but it's just like, oh, I wish I wish she just wouldn't do that. Now my grandma calls me. My grandma calls me every day to tell me not to go outside and not to go to work. But it's like I gotta pay my bills. My parents won't pay my bills, so you I do have to, go have to work. pay our bills. What are they doing? They're not doing nothing for people who want to stay home, right? They want to do what you know we need to do, which is stay home, social distance, all that good stuff. They're not doing anything for us. Twelve hundred dollars. By the way, I didn't get no twelve hundred dollars, which I'm very offended by. College students should get twelve hundred dollars. This should have been a conversation because a lot of us are working our pay. Mm. Moving on to more positive things. Captain Planet. 
for this week. Um, I'm going to give it to those people who are out there at um, behind the stadium at FAMU who are doing free testing mm-hmm. until when? I don't know, but I know they're doing 200 tests like a day. Yeah, 200 yeah. tests a day. You know what I'm saying? They're so friendly, so nice. And honestly, for all you people who I don't want to get tested, you know, government chips, all these conspiracies, I think that soon they're going to require everyone to get tested. Mm. And I think that um, they're going to just make it like mandatory. Like you go to work, they're going to say you need to have paperwork that says you've tested and you're negative. Like if you're trying to go back to school, I think that's how they're going to do stuff now so they got all the voluntary people to go now but eventually i feel like everyone's gonna have to do it i don't know these these republican senators and governors they kind of just want us to run free like they act like they care but that's only because they don't want the public opinion against them they don't care because i know the governor mansion didn't you send me the me the post the government oh no i think it was your honor the government mansion or something in um Georgia is closed. Like they opened up the state, but they kept that area closed. So people have of been calling course. in, telling them to open up so they can do their tours. Yeah. Like, cause it, and then the reception is just like, um, this is a we're right now in the pandemic, so it's closed. And it's like, nah, if our lives are endangered. <laughs> Yo. Your life needs to be endangered too. Yes, <laughs> that, that I I agree with that a hundred percent. For all those people mm-hmm. who are telling us to get back to regular life, and you know it's okay, you're opening opening up different areas within the state you need to be out there too with us player you need to be out you there. need to go visit every barber shop every yeah. sh- nail shop Hell so yeah, yeah I- i'm safe you need to show us you want everything to start running up again do you feel like people are going to start walking around with masks all the time now masks Mask yeah forever. i'm definitely gonna start wearing masks not forever but until like you know the last case in corona's in the united states <laughs> is Mask off. It's off. Yeah, just all of a sudden, I'm a mask. Just let me take it off. You know, I might keep it on for another couple of days because America likes to lie. Mm-hmm. And the politicians love Do lying. Do you think China's lying? I said China was lying a long time ago. China? Like, oh, these cases are disappearing. And maybe. And, but China's really, really big. Yeah. Like, you don't know where the case is and you don't know what the villagers did with them. Like, there's so many... People think of China as, like, it's America, but it's, like, America, and there's, like, real, real, real parts. Like, it's it's Mm -hmm. a huge country. You have places that are, like, Africa. But you have places like that all over the world. I'm not saying that's China's only place. I'm saying, like, it's, like, huge. Like, the cities are right here, and then there's these places where it's just, like, the kids don't have, like, the type of technology we're sitting in, you know, and they're farming, and they're doing all this. They, like, they have to, like, farm on the side because they need money yeah you know there's places like that so i feel like out there where government's not like checking on them they're probably suffering because when i'm thinking of a pandemic i'm thinking of people suffering in times like this the people who live like that are the first people to like just really get hit hard because they don't have like the information first of all they're not getting information mm-hmm. you know they're not staying con- they're probably not like, staying connected to the times and they Do might you- know there's an illness out but you know they're, not, they're probably not like they probably just keeping all the villagers who sick away from themselves and they might be dying and you know not reporting anything yeah so that could be it you know what i thought about um the clinics are like closed mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. right and I, all i was thinking was like if you want to go to the doctor right now you better have insurance definitely you better have money you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying if even if it's something like that's not related to corona because they're not taking anybody like imagine what's going to happen after, you know, what is the after effect of that? People not being able to get regular health care now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Shoot, we don't get regular health care. Like, health care is just a weird topic in this country because so many people make money off of suffering. 
Yep. Off of people dying. Like, people are like, why doesn't Americans care about healthcare? Why doesn't America, like, people around the country is like, America's letting y'all die? For, like, I understand you have great healthcare, but listen, America makes billions of dollars making money off us going to the hospital and being mm-hmm. sick from all this junk that they pump, all the chemicals they pump into our bodies. And they spend a lot of time, those insurance companies, looking for reasons not to give you that money. So they want us to keep paying them. But it's a business at the end of the day. They don't want to keep that money. They don't want to share it. They don't want to distribute it. That's yeah. what the insurance company supposed to do. You give them money so they can run, and they're supposed to distribute well, the idea of it. That's what, not, what, not what it actually does. But at the end of the day, there's a CEO, and he's making money. And yeah, if you try to take that money in his pocket, he got a line of people that's gonna say, "This is why you can't have that money." Because in our statement, in our paper says Woo! you're not supposed to have that money. So we're not giving you the money, and people are suffering from it because it's like, why are you paying your insurance bills? Why are you doing all this just to be told? That, like, and then you need insurance to this company in this country because you can't do nothing without it. They make sure that's a possi- that's that's true because they're making money. That's the country we live in. That's capitalism. They're trying to make it seem like it's not as bad as like. Communist country and it's not as bad because if I was someplace in like Korea right now talking about this, boom boom boom, like you know I'm getting shot up, I'm gonna get taken, they're gonna put me in interrogation room, ask me questions on, and I'm not gonna have the answers to, you know. Yeah. I mean we're free in that sense, but at the same time there's things that just aren't to par with a country are power as powerful as us are. In this day and age, like, but we, we know that they can do it though. We know they can do it, they can do whatever we ask them to do. They choose not to because of the money that's going into their pockets. Mm-hmm. But I want to be one of them, mm-hmm. not I, in I like, wanna, the negative I, sense, but in that, in that, I don't want that, I don't want to be on the other end of that. Oh, suffering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to be, I want to be the, the person that has their money work for them in that way as well so that I don't have to be on the other end of the system that are in place. That's mm. what's another thing that's good about America because you you really don't... I don't want to say you don't have to, but, like, there's ways out. There are ways out. There's always ways out. That's why people... Even in other country kids study so hard and they try to get... They, they're trying to, you know, rise up in the world because you know, mm-hmm. they know how hard it is. That's why they struggle so hard to live and study and do all these things so i'm really happy i got an education public education even as bad as people like to say public education is i got one that i'd like peak was a good school i always told people how good peak was and yeah we just had some teachers that didn't care but the curriculum is the same mm-hmm. you know we, we had to go to college algebra just like you there was advanced classes you know there was kids like rachel yeah. who was super smart and doing their thing you know they didn't let the, the negativity then you had like get to them. We had a lot of teachers that did care. Yeah, and they were they were enough to carry the school. I know a lot of them left after we left, but they were enough to carry a school. Mm. And that's why I just love my people. Period. Definitely, definitely. It just made times better. Like you know, we were like I felt like high school felt like suffering to us because we didn't know really know anything else. Like mm-hmm. so that's the time when we were just like, oh my gosh, when I'm I so hear conscious. and the homes all over the place. When I hear people now talk mm-hmm. about, like, when I started hearing people, other people's high school experiences, like, especially Imani's, because she went to a high school that was, like, predominantly Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm hearing there, I'm like, we didn't have that stuff at my school. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking about, like, our school did a lot, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I remember when Dr. Coop brought 
the officers in our school into the classroom so we could ask them. This is after, like, this is, you know, tensions are high. All We're seeing all this police brutality on social media. This is, like, the first time we're really being exposed to it rapidly like that on the news everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he, she had them come in, and, you know, we could ask them whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. We got experiences like that. We had a... um What's the um Dr. Cox the hair mm-hmm. how to do your hair? Oh yeah, one of our guidance counselors she went on a natural hair journey like I don't know fresh freshman or sophomore year, and she decided like she wasn't because she was one of those beautiful black girls who had like a lot of hair but it was like permed, so she went through um damages with her hair so she cut it off and she went natural and you know for a long time before her hair grew people were like kind of like. Like, why she got her hair? Mm-hmm. Look at her hair now. Like, it was a lot of controversy between us students. And we were just talking about it. And her hair grew, like, beautiful. It was shining. It was big. It was just happy. And everybody's like, oh, I want to know what she did to her hair. Now yeah. it's the situation changed. And then she decided to throw a natural hair. I'm glad our principal allowed it, too. That was She awesome. was allowed to do a natural hair seminar. And that's when I really started to hear things like apple cider vinegar, all those little health tricks that I use today to make my hair natural. That's when she really introduced us to it. She even did a student's care right in front of us. I was like, you gonna do it? It's today your wash day. It's today the day. Like, is she okay? It's okay for her to do it like that? And her hair was clean. It was nice. It was shiny. I saw her hair. I saw that student later in that day. And hair was in the afro. And it looked healthy. It looked like... I was like, wow, amazing. Like, I even know. I even know. But, yeah, I'm so glad we, we got to experience that. Plus, I had another teacher, like, Mr. Carity. Oh, my gosh, shout out to him because he was great. He really exposed us to violence. Like, I really thought, like, from the public education um system, you would have thought slavery was over. Mm-hmm. You would have thought all everything that they did to us was done. You would have thought white people were your friends. You would have thought, like, you know, there's not much beef left. Like, we almost there. Like, we almost got to where we need to get. He was like, listen to this day. There are rural places where they treat these people like slaves. Where people can't like it's segregation. Yeah. It's still segregation to this day. There's places that never really left that, and black people are still suffering. He's showing us all the police brutality videos. He's not just showing us one. He's showing it all, and he's asking us this question and he's introducing us to these ideas and he's showing us like Africa in ways I've never seen Africa before. I'm just thinking like everybody people thinking Africa is just a place where there's huts. So he's teaching us, nah, baby, we were black. He's like, go go fight us out. We were black in Africa. We were Egyptians in Africa. We were doing all these great things. They didn't do it. He was like, he was making, he was like, I need you to find all the facts because their facts are out there. And we had yeah. to go and it really made me think about myself and love myself more. Like, I shout out to him. Mr. Wright was like that too, but in the like, a mean way. <laughs> like, we'd read something from the textbook. And he's like, does that sound right to you? I'm like, what do you mean? It's, it's what it's saying in the textbook. That don't sound right to me. <laughs> like, he used to do stuff like that all the time. Mm. Okay, so what are you recommending this week? What are your recommendations? Um, Honestly, I'm going to recommend... I'm going to recommend Parasite. Y'all should watch it. I know, Bro. I know people don't want to watch movies like that because they don't like subtitles on really like foreign movies. But it's a good movie. Like, people out here in these other countries, they have a different perspective of things um, mm. than us. Like, they're living different lives. And it's so interesting. Like, this is how their country is. This is really how it's doing. I mean, it's it's so interesting. I like to see other lives. Like, I watch a lot of that on YouTube anyways. I like to watch um, YouTube videos of not just people struggling, but people in other countries, like, surviving. Like, this is the yeah. culture. This is what you will see every day in the streets. I'm like, what? Like, a Harajuku girl. Like, I didn't know they existed. Yeah. I mean, Girls um, Girls Me World told us a little bit about it, but I saw a whole video on it, and these kids out here just doing everything. Bro, it's like religion. They them. doing everything, and I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine that in America. Like, not really. So, it's great. 
It's great. Bro, I watched it. Watch it. You know endings are so important to me. So <laughs> I was like mad as hell at the ending. I won't <laughs> spoil it just, you know, in case somebody wants to watch it. But I do like, I like the story. Yeah. I liked following it. Mm-hmm. You know, I. The scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked everything about the story. I was waiting for mm-hmm. like. I wanted to know why they named it that. But then after, I just made my own reasons on why mm-hmm. they named it that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, maybe the par- the, the fa- that family was one because they made yeah. sure they were in every aspect of that life. people's lives. Mm-hmm. And they, they fed, fed off of them. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, but uh, maybe not only them, but um, the original lady mm-hmm. who lived. I don't want to ruin the, the, the movie, but it was a good film. Mm-hmm. He definitely, you know what? I don't really like... Um, like, there's usually, you know, when you get a twist in a movie, it could be good or bad, you know, like, the twist could, like, make sense and not make sense, but mm-hmm. that twist was, like... It made sense, though. It made sense, and it was, like, wow, like, I wasn't paying attention. I should have paid attention in the beginning. Of the I watched The Father. I watched his progression throughout the, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it go in there. I was, like, he's gonna flip. Mm-hmm. You know, at yeah. first I thought it was ha- I thought it was gonna happen much earlier, mm-hmm. but for everything to just happen at one time, that was great. I love mm-hmm. that way they did that. Um, Definitely, <laughs> I saw it, bro. From 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 the when they flooded out the house and they were in the mm-hmm. they were in the um the gym and he his son asked him a question. The way even the way he answered it, I was like, this man is. Yeah, well, in the ending, the ending kind of like made sense to me too because when when it gets to the end. The father's eye plan, I feel like, was, like, the best plan. If they followed the father's plan, they wouldn't be in the situation they were today. To they just would leave, it, leave it alone? Leave it alone, because how could that man get that advantage? How could he leave? That little boy was never yeah. going to figure it out. Yeah. That little right. boy was never going to find him. Yeah. They, the, 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 people, the people don't even know their own home. Yeah. Like, they would have never found him. But it was, it was, um... The we talking vaguely. Watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, but, yeah, I do want to discuss it, but, like... I think it's more of they had compassion, you know. It wasn't them; it was that boy. He said that he was going. He going. He was going to end. Oh, it. that's gonna, what he wanted to do. He wanted to end it because the way I was confused. Yeah, I thought the stone was like I'm waiting for some mystical, some weird stuff to happen. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because it was eerie. The entire film was eerie. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, what's gonna happen? Some shit I never thought was gonna happen, but mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was his you know, mm-hmm. intention. Mm-hmm. And if that was the case, he could have just made it long. N- not to sound, you know, cynical, but it could have just been a long process and eventually they would have ha- that would have happened to them. Yeah, because the way it just went off, it was like if he... he it's like he started it and ended the whole thing because he was he, introduced to the yes. family. And he, yeah, he started it and ended that whole cycle. And it was sad that it happened. And, yeah, it was sad that it happened. I think that guy, that director, I think he did another film mm-hmm. that was on Netflix with a girl who, to me, it forced me to watch this. I can't remember the name. Oak, Oak, Oak. Oh, it's that fat pig. She keeps having, like, lives, and she's a different person every time, and then she's being chased by all her old personas. Um, I don't know that one. I know Snowpiercer. Oh, Snowpiercer. I don't know the name. I can't remember the name. I watched. It's not The Host. It's the one. Is it The Host? I don't think it's The Host. Yeah, it's The Host. It's the one. It's, a, it's that monster movie from Korea I love. They showed me it when I was um, in high school once. It was, uh, what was it called? I think it was called The Host. And it had the same father from Parasite. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was, I think it was him. I think it was somebody who was um, a little younger. If not him, it was somebody that looked similar to him. And it was just a really good vibe. Like, it was a, it was supposed to be, like, a horror movie, but it was, like, a horror movie that I could watch. Like, cause I don't really care for too much horror, but yeah. it was, like, there was a story going on, like, Parasite. Yeah. And then they still had me, like, damn. You should Like, damn. Like, I'm just, days later, I'm like, he hadn't ended like that. Like, he could have yeah. just, like, you know, I like how the ending had possibilities. If this didn't happen, this didn't have to happen. It's not like other scary movies where it's like, there's a, like, this is always going to happen. Like, you yeah. know, even when they kill the killer, the killer is really bad. Like, he didn't really die. Like, those are, like, not great movies to me. This movie was like, damn, like, this nigga just did this, or if they just did this, this yeah. possibility is endless. Like, they didn't have to do that. <laughs> they have to go down like that. Um... I don't think I have anything to recommend. I will say Queen Sugar again. I just Ooh. finished it. Like, it's done, done. Um, I'm going to start watching The Wire. My brother been telling me to watch The Wire forever, and I saw this on Hulu, so I will start watching that soon and possibly have a recommendation then. Do you have a tale to tell us? Yeah, I'll tell you a tale about my brother, because he's wild, too. My whole family's wild. Rosh's Tales. That's it. So I have a brother. I remember when we were babies. We were in a, we were in a house with my mother, and she was showering. And we were watching um, TV. I was watching TV. He was really young. He was like, he was crawling. He was doing talk. He was talking, but he wasn't like you know fully developed. So we were watching TV. I was watching Tom and Jerry. I love Boomerang. Like we had to have that channel because that was the only channel I watched. Because my mom rose, um, raised us watching all her children's shows. Like whatever was on TV right now, I didn't start watching Time Moving with my cousins. Whatever was on Boomerang is what I knew. So. I was watching those old cartoons and Tom and Jerry, you know, Tom and Jerry, that, that beef is real. And Tom fell out the window. Tom just went straight out the window. And I was watching it and I was laughing. And I was the type of youth that didn't really care about anybody. Like, I was quiet and I was to myself. And I would help my brother out from time to time. But, you know, I was to myself. I didn't really care for anybody. So I'm just, I'm not paying attention to him at all. At What's y'all age difference? Like three years. He's 18, I'm 21. Is it three years? 19. Yeah. And I wasn't paying no attention to the boy. And he was on the bed, but the bed is really high. It's like up to the window. And the mm-hmm. window was open, but there was a screen. And it was kind of a jar, but it wasn't like super a jar. Like there was no reason for us to be playing in the window. I don't think my mom realized. So she went to go to the shower, and I was watching TV, and Tom falls out the window. At that scene, um, my brother, I didn't notice he got that close to the window. I didn't realize he got that close to the window. Next thing I find out, my mom comes out the room and asks where my brother is. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she looks straight at the window. And the screen's gone. And we're on the second floor. So she screams and she runs downstairs to the bushes. And my brother is upside down in the bushes. Like, he's upside down. Okay, he's fine. There's nothing wrong with him. The bushes, like, really just saved him and he had like an afro but you know he wasn't really like in the elements yeah but he fell down there upside down in the bushes and my mom came to get him and he's just giggling he's just laughing he's not crying he's not upset like you just fell out of a two-story window but you're smiling and you're happy and you're just giggling upside down in the bushes like he came back when i saw him he was just happy like he was just like i'm back you think peter pan had actually <laughs> trying to take him I think. maybe because like oh that's crazy so i was like oh my gosh mommy like he, Tom fell out the window and then he fell out the window. <laughs> she was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, you, you need know? to tell that story at his wedding. Mm, yeah. Just just shook everybody. It's wild. 
Okay, lastly, what is our hits blunt of this week? Hits blunt. Rebecca is my hits blunt because <laughs> she definitely is. Rebecca, let me, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> she definitely is. So, our friend, uh, okay, so our friend Rebecca, she came from down south. She stayed from like spring break to recently down south in like Bowery. The Bowery area, and um, we all went down like at the same time, but all of us came back like a week later. It was like we didn't coronavirus was getting coronavirus was getting serious down there, and I didn't want to be quarantined down there with so much to do with school and all my stuff being up here. I just didn't want to. Yeah. So I went back back up here. We were right telling I Rebecca came back as well. Yeah, we told her come back. Rebecca's like, no, I'll just work here. I'll just stay with my parents. I told I'll her just- to stay her ass there. <laughs> Jessica said to stay her ass where you're at. Okay. So yeah, I, I told her like, you know, like just come back. Like, you know, earlier. I didn't expect her to come back at all, but then she she was like texting us like a week or two ago time over. I'm coming back and we're like, okay, you're coming back. That's great. She said she was bored and again just said mm-hmm. stay your ass where you are at and she comes up here and she like we're we're all glad to see rebecca again it was like this is the fourth piece like, you know the puzzle piece yes. and we're all glad and we're we all vibed. hanging out and we're just like you know having a great time rebecca's back like, yeah let's celebrate even though we're quarantined she just does, she slept over she slept in she, my bed she made she made um, um labui with labui. us so we cooked together we fed everybody and i consumed. consumed everybody ate this labui everybody was <laughs> Eating this porridge, that's what I believe is porridge, and um, she was telling us in the car we were not paying any attention. She was telling us how her mom was sick, and we were like, "Oh, your mom is sick. That's so sad." Now, when she oh, said this, okay? I want to be very clear that I thought she went, "Oh, my mom's sick now. Like she's been here. She's been here for a couple of days." Mm-hmm. And then she goes, "Oh, she calls and says she tells that her mom is sick." So I'm assuming her mom just got sick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But her mom was sick since she was leaving. Like, her mom was coming out with this cold, and she's been worried about her mom's sister. It never occurred to me that her mom um, would have got coronavirus, but she tested positive for it the other day. And then we were like, we were all looking at Be- um, Becca. I called her patient zero today because she's patient zero. And like, damn it, you, you couldn't quarantine yourself for 14 you days for visiting us. Let me tell you something. My, my, my blonde friend Goldilocks, because she's Goldilocks right now. <laughs> like... I love you, Becky, but girl, you was not using wisdom, my child. Like, it's a whole pandemic going on, you know, and God forbid, you know, we got a pregnant friend here mm-hmm. who was also um, there with us and, like, was around her. It's mm-hmm. not cool at all. But, you know, I'm, I don't think we have it. I'm hoping I don't think that so. um, we're all straight. I hope that her mom is straight for sure. Mm-hmm. Her father one. doesn't have it. And I feel like her father probably spent more time with her mother anyway. Yeah. Her father tested the negative. So, I don't think we got it. Yeah. So, I feel fine for now. Um, I feel fine as well. But we, we all got we tested. To get tested. And I also yeah. have not been to work mm-hmm. because of said thing. Yeah. You know, so we're just waiting for our results. And, you know, when when it comes back negative, I'm still going to beat Becky up because <laughs> since you should have let me know, I want to know the car facts. You don't pull yeah. up into the lot without the facts. Yep. We definitely opened the doors and you're like, oh, Becky don't got it. Look at healthy. <laughs> <laughs> she was shaking her ass like this girl was living like, you know. Yo, like nothing was wrong. Yes. So, like. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to be real hot. Definitely, definitely. 
gonna be real hot, sister. Yep. But honestly, I don't think anything's wrong with us. But um, that's that's a, that's a story that we get to tell her kids. <laughs> We're gonna tell her kids that story. I have a lot of stories to tell her kids. And, first of all, and we are gonna let them know what their mom did. Yes, for sir, sure. Yes, sir. Well, um, we. My playlist. You guys want to know what I'm listening to this week? I'm listening to my Barris Hammond playlist on Apple Music. If you follow me on Apple Music, I'm gonna put all the ads on Instagram. I know I said I was gonna do it, but I never did, and I promise I will do it. So I don't have to keep saying it over and over again. But um, yeah, you know, uh, he did a cover to a song. Well, the sound behind the song, Fresh Vegetable, I don't know if any Jamaicans know that song, but, like, it was stuck in my head for some reason, and I hadn't listened to it. And so I just, you know, went down the Bears Hammond wormhole, so that's what I'm listening to right now. How was your week? My week was boring. My week was adventurous, because I went and, you know, I, I cleaned my room. Like, I didn't realize how much the roaches were really bothering me, like, how psychologically. Like, they were psyching me out, because, like, they would be nice. I wasn't getting no sleep, because I had my lights on, because I had to, like, scare them, because, like, you know, if the lights are on, they shouldn't be coming out. Yeah. So I would be messing up with my sleep schedule, trying to mess with their sleep schedule and their times and stuff like that. Bro, but I would never sleep in the dark because of them. Yeah, because it's just dangerous to be letting them roam freely at night mm-hmm. so you know but after doing the clean and realizing like they're really not like there's no colony anywhere really in my room like it, it really helped me like realize like if they're coming in it's not like they're here like literally living in here because um other than my bathroom and my dresser i don't think there's any place that they could really live because when i moved everything i didn't see really any much traces of i seen like one or two occasions like dead but i didn't see any like real places that they could really hide yeah. under there. I've seen some of my things that they were crawling on, but there was no place. Like, there was, like, I, I was expecting to move my bed, and, like, 20 roaches would have been running now. I was, yeah. like, terrified. But they're not, like, I, I noticed, because mm-hmm. what I tried to do, like, I eat my room, mm-hmm. because we don't have a living room yeah. to eat. <laughs> but I don't let food stay here no. longer than, like, two or three hours, because I, know, I feel like they're smelling it. Yeah. I feel like if you leave food in here for long enough, they smell it and you will see them. But I notice that as long as I keep food out mm-hmm. of my room, mm-hmm. and I, if I eat, I consistently take it out immediately after I'm done eating. And like, vacuum. Vacuum consistent. Like, I can vacuum a lot. Like, I know girl, y'all you, know I vacuum a lot. I don't know if you heard me vacuum a lot, but I think I vacuum every day, if not twice, three times a day. Yeah. Like, if I see a crumb on my phone, oh, time yeah, to go, time vacuum, to go. bro, I don't, like, time to go. do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I guess well. I don't really hear it, but I. I. I wonder if y'all be hearing me back. I'll be vacuuming at all times. And if you hear the vacuum going off, just know it was a roach in here. Definitely. And I. I'm paranoid. I just don't mm-hmm. like filth. And my our rooms are not even dirty. Our rooms aren't dirty. But we have that issue. So yeah, we yeah. Just gotta be. Like, if I eat crackers in my room, I'm going to vacuum. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it sucks me out because I love crackers. Like, I like hearing things crunch. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I a Haitian do. thing. We like we like things that crunch, and um. I can't, I can't, like, I'd be like, oh, do I want to eat these garlic chips? They're going to be all over my floor. Oh, my gosh. I don't yes. even, I'm putting the crackers back. Like, thing you, I'm glad you, the best thing you ever contributed to this house was the vacuum, because mm-hmm. I, I need that, like, all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, vacuuming, like, it's really psyching me out. It's psyching me out. And I didn't realize it, and I cleaned everything out. I even went and cleaned my closet out, because I really thought they were hiding in my closet, too, because yeah. I saw one in one of my boxes that had my clothes in it, and mm-hmm. I really was, like, paranoid that now that they're all hiding in all my clothes. But I took everything out of my closet, put everything back in, I didn't see a single roach. So I'm thinking, like, the, the ones I see, just, like, you know, there's just a few that crawl in there, because they're just, like, crawling all over the place. I think that's it. 
Mm-hmm. They're not really there. So it, I can sleep at night better now, knowing that I don't have this huge infestation in my room like I thought I did. It's yeah. Not really, yeah, they're, nah, they're finding their way inside. That's why I don't, like, I pick my bed up mm-hmm. once a month. Well, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually pick my bed up because I, I change my bed skirt. And mm-hmm. I also, I want to see underneath here. I know everything that's underneath my bed. Mm-hmm. It's not that many stuff, but mm-hmm. it's enough that, like... They could... They I don't want chill. nobody hiding in there. So, guess yeah. what? I'm going to make sure. And I rearrange it. Every mm-hmm. month, I move certain stuff. The basic stuff is still going to be in the front, but I move stuff around. Mm-hmm. For sure. I definitely move my whole bed out the way. I started moving all my furniture to vacuum places I've never vacuumed. I'm going to have to do that more often, too, because I don't I don't ever want to, like, live like that again. Like, really psyched out like that. Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm, like, more peaceful. I'm more, like, this one just came out of nowhere. Like, this one probably, I don't know which, where the code from. Like, probably my bathroom because it has... Um, the sewers and things like that they can really just come out from there mm-hmm. but or when I leave my door open a little bit to go outside and grab some in the kitchen maybe they just run in but or the vents you know the vents they could be living in a vent and in the little um, places where the plug-ins are they definitely be living in there too yep so yeah, they have these these other places they like where I can't warm, accept yeah they like warm spots mm-hmm. so I've really plugged I plugged up some of them I don't use at all I plugged them up with like old Uno cards just taped it up because I don't want them to come out and everything else is plugged in, so I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have to recommend the Michael Jordan docuseries. Oh, yeah. I am not a basketball fan. I've never... I don't think I've ever watched a full game before my dad loves basketball. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to, you know, indulge for him. But yeah. I don't... I can't remember watching a full game before, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's... I like it a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's it's friendly for people like myself who don't watch basketball and really mm. don't understand the history about it or anything. It's just, I like s- stories like that. And it's crazy how amazing this dude was. He was amazing. Like, I like stories where they tell you how amazing a black person is. I like yeah, somebody like black player. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that. this and I'm just like, and all these white people are just dying over here. My God, Michael, let me touch you. Like, let me get your autograph. I'm like, this black man flying. I mean, he's a freak of fly. I watch him fly. I watch him play a game and win 60 points yeah. by himself. <laughs> I watch him do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I watch him play like he's playing by himself. Like, I'm watching all these people react to him. And it's just like, imagine being alive at that time or even playing against him. Like, I'm watching mm-hmm. these guys and they're looking like they're all psyched out. They're playing with him. Mm-hmm. But they, they stop for a minute just to say, like, he's so amazing. <laughs> you know, um, that you get them behind the scenes saying, like, I've never played somebody like that before. Somebody called him God. I was like... I like how, like, um these basketball players, they're all on different teams, and they always switch your teams, but they don't got no beef. I like this, like, there's no beef. There shouldn't be any beef. There's beef? Well, um there was beef. I don't, I want to I mess it up. The pip, the Pistons? Mm-hmm. The Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. back in the day when um Dennis Rodman was on their team, mm-hmm. they were, like the bullies of the NBA. Like, oh. they fought, like, physically fought people Damn. at games and stuff like that. So, yeah, they had beef with um the Bulls, which yeah. is what, um, which is what Michael Jordan played for. Mm. But I, I, I'm, well, 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 right now, I don't see anybody fighting like that. Because, like, no, you know, no, I don't think so. I like see, like, now. everybody's just supporting each other. That's, that's what you should do as black people. You should support each other. You're all living the same struggle, you know. They all out there being basketball players. It don't matter if like one of them is like the one that everybody thinks is super great or anything like that. We're all playing. You all playing the ball game, you know. Beef. I think I just saw on on social the other day, mm-hmm. uh, 
there was a dunk contest and a, well somebody made a diss track to Dwayne Wade a basketball player so I don't know I don't, I don't watch basketball I don't keep up with any of it so I really mm. don't know how civil it is out there yeah me either how kumbaya it is but mm. I definitely love to see like there's a story on Netflix I just saw about track I'm definitely gonna watch that mm-hmm. I'm itching to watch it I'm waiting for my father to get here and we watch it together but I love to see black people doing good in anything because it's just like it ain't the fact that we good in it it's just the way we do it we have a swag yo we have an undeniable swag like I'm watching Michael Jordan play basketball with his own swag. You feel mm-hmm. me? Black man swag. You watching him with mm-hmm. all these people. It don't matter who is on the court when he is playing. You know he is playing. You feel me? He just dominates everything. And it's just like, it's beautiful that we do that. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson's story is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful that we do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. revolutionaries or what's the word? Mm-hmm. Things. Like, we do that. That's amazing. I love it. And I'm yeah. going to be one. <laughs> my brother said my brother and I had a conversation about like you know people like that because I always said I I wonder what it's like to get close enough to or to witness someone who is super great mm. you know and he's just like it's something that they're born with from their young you know what I'm saying it's just like that's cool like hearing stories like that I always wanted to pass like make a pass in with somebody like that I always felt like Rachel was that person I still do. yeah me too yeah I was about to say like Rachel just being friends with Rachel was great she was a great person. She, I never met nobody like her for my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, yeah, I do think very highly of her. She's like a Michael Jordan to me. <laughs> yeah, like, she really, she's really been through some things, and she's always, she never let that hold her down. And she's mm-hmm. just done everything she wanted to do. She said she wanted to go to a good school. She wanted to study political science. She did that. She went all the way up north where there's no black people. She went all the way up north. What is it, New Hampshire? I think that's where her school is. Mm-hmm. What is it, Dartmouth? Dartmouth. Is it Dartmouth? Mm-hmm. Dartmouth. And she went up there with all the white people on that cold, that first winter. I swear, Rachel said she almost died. I felt so sorry for her. It was so cold. Yeah. Like, it was like they were isolated, like they were quarantined because they had to stay inside because it was so cold. Mm-hmm. So cold outside, they couldn't even move across the campus. I was like, That's dang. That's something I cannot do. Dang. I like she struggled. Her. She struggled and she did it and she's passing. She was having such a hard time that first time. I remember she kept calling me and telling me it was not, she was not doing good. And I was just like, girl, you just gotta, you just gotta thug it out a little bit, you know? But if, if it really, at the end of the day, if it's really messing with your mental health like that, if you say you feeling like that, you sh- you mm-hmm. can always switch to like an HBCU like um Duke, mm-hmm. and you know, and strive to like be like the best there, you know. It doesn't matter where but, she goes. Yeah, but she she she, just... she 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 did good. She did she she overcame that first semester. I feel like that first semester is just hard for everybody. Yeah, it? it's just hard for everybody. That first semester, I think that you know how to finesse the game. You know what you're doing. You know how to play. The ball's in your court. You you pushing these freshmen out the way. <laughs> I absolutely hate the fact that Corona had to come while I was, I was really getting like ready to get the most out of the, my HBCU because from I started, mm-hmm. I've been, and I'm not using this as an excuse, but I've had lots of classes to take, you know, mm-hmm. because of my major and I really hadn't had free time to get into any extracurriculars or like, not that I was going to join anything, but like to be a part and to take part in what college provides and like. Now that my classes, I don't have that much classes, it's mm. corona. Like, Perhaps. it's coronavirus, and I got to stay home. And I do feel bad for everybody who is getting ready to graduate right now, not being able to have that experience, um, both high school and college, mm. you know. Or, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just bad timing. But I, would lo- I can't wait to see what it's going to look like on the other side when we all survive this thing. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. 
I was. I hope they were all better people. Me and Rasha are gonna start working out. You we're know, gonna learn to hope you're we're, <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna learn it <laughs> by the end of, of summer. Of summer, we should be able to break. Let down me tell you something. I don't, I, I'm a horrible dancer. Okay, and I have like you already know how I am. So well, listen, by the end of summer, because we're gonna practice hard. Beyonce practice really hard. Yeah, we're gonna practice really hard. By the end of summer, we should be able to jump down to a whole uh, Coachella routine. Yes, and I drop a hat. Like someone just paid homecoming. We should be able to. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna continue with my. I have a book list that I want to finish by this summer. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go back and continue with it. I had to stop because of finals week and really you know get into my other classwork but i'm gonna go back i am um, i think i have like 20 pages left for shed port i don't know why i haven't touched it yet i'm gonna finish it and i'm gonna start my next books and just like have more recommendations for you guys definitely there's a lot of books i i textbooks that i love um, i like reading i didn't even finish reading them and they have a lot of good information in them so i'm gonna start reading them I'm like, i have the time i found out i have so much time now i can i can now Figure out how I'm going to start cleaning my closets and how I'm going to start doing all this thing. I can plan it all out and I have nothing but time. Yeah. I was talking to um, Ching Ping earlier and I was telling him, because I want to take a break from watching stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I was telling him that, this happened like earlier on before all mm-hmm. this stuff happened. But I was watching a lot of TV and it was hard for me to write. And I like to, I, I wanted to make a habit of writing every day because mm-hmm. i'm working on a book and i want to finish it you know and other stuff as well and i want to finish stuff because i've yes, always started stuff and start, never finished it. it yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like i don't think people who create mm-hmm. like consume too much content because when do you have time and when do you have like when do you have free space in your mind to think of your own stuff i like all disagree you're doing? with you there Really? Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear I it. I want to disagree with you because TikTok is all about absorbing so much content out of so much time. There's so many trends going on with so many. And these black kids are coming up with new ideas every day. It's not often I see, like, them repeating themselves, you know? you know. Yeah. Like, they'll come up with, like... like there was, but like, I mean, are, I'm, but they're the creators. I'm saying, are they consuming it? Yeah, because they have to... Because they know a lot of TikTokers and they um consuming TikTok. TikTok is a lot. It's not just black people, you know? There's a lot going on on tiktok yeah. and they know all of that because they're consuming that they i think they're consuming um tiktok a lot i feel like if you're a tiktok person you probably be on tiktok often if mm. not doing your own stuff but just looking at what other people are doing because when i see them meet up they all know each other they all know each other's content they all know what they each other's doing they just know each other i feel like if it's your environment you know so i shouldn't content. be watching tv because i ain't trying to make tv yeah if, you're, if your books are your thing then you should be reading more books yeah you should be all up in that content sense. Yeah, because I don't, I don't see a TikToker spend all the time on Facebook, but all they do is TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see you absorbing like that. your content. TikTok, by the way, y'all, I'm I'm going to try to make... I really, really love this TikTok that everybody's doing with mm-hmm. um recreating old photos. But, like, I've been seeing a lot of stuff like that, like, trends like that in general, mm-hmm. like, Until Tomorrow, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking me out. Like, do y'all think we all about to die? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. But I do love it, and I am going to recreate a photo when my dad gets here, and I hope it comes out good, and I'm going to post it on our um, Instagram and our Twitter. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just love that. 
the recreating the photo is such a good idea. I don't know who came up with it first, but they should get a million dollars. Memories are just so important, you know. Just that. I am that person. Memories are very important. We gotta sit back sometimes and just remember all the good times. Like, we, they, the good times weren't always good. Like, there was good times and we were struggling at the same time. As well. You know what? That's why you have to find you the positive just, in everything. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm gonna remember... I don't wanna... I'm not gonna remember you know constantly hearing about people dying mm-hmm. during a time like this i mean i will remember it but i want to hold on to the fact that me and Raj worked on our podcast mm-hmm. you know um i got uh, i watched a couple new shows learned mm-hmm. about michael jordan the summer we learned beyonce routine you remember beyonce mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like so just try to find positive stuff to do uh, i've i've been hearing people like just being negative i know for sure my grandma like I just mm-hmm. that's one thing I would love to go back home and just be there. I know I know I can't go, but I would love to go back home and be there to be for her to not be thinking all the negative stuff that I know she's thinking consistently because that's not good for you at all at a time like this. Definitely you got to be aware. Definitely watch the news. I ain't telling you don't ever watch the news, but like you know you can limit it. You don't have to hear every story. Yeah. You know you don't have to sit right there and wait for them to tell you what's you know every day like you have to have other things to do and things to look forward to as well mm-hmm. especially when you can't leave the house especially yeah. if you're not working as well like you need to find stuff to look forward to plan out your day you know what i'm saying give yourself i give myself a space in my room to be at throughout the day yeah i yeah. get off my bed at a certain time i won't go back on my bed for the rest mm-hmm. of the night stay at my desk or i'll be in my closet i know it's weird but like you just gotta find your way to Find a find find something. Yeah, I I, I ranked my closet like my closet looks different. Like I moved everything to like the other side just so I can have a different view of my room and just you know when I make my bed when I get when I finally get out of my bed and I make my bed because you know I spend a lot of nights on my bed and mm-hmm. get out of bed and I make it I I I won't get back in my bed for a couple of hours because I don't want to be back in it. I don't want to just be on it anymore. I just want to be like someplace else. Yes. and I have a little places where I can sit what in my you, room. What are your um. What are your guests? Guess. Do you have any guess about what's gonna happen? Like, what what do you see people? So let me just give you an example because I can't think of good words right now. I'm a little drunk. Um, like I think there's gonna be a lot of fat people mm-hmm. when this is over because I know for sure that I had just been eating everything in sight. Girl, I'm about to go eat when we get out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> eating does make... And I know the way that eating make me feel better, I know it make a lot of other people feel okay. better. So, yeah, I know I'm going to be a little thick after this. I'm going to try to work. We're going to work out. Definitely. But I'm definitely going to be heavier. And I uh-huh. cannot control that. Because mm-hmm. it's like... Um, what I, I be bored sometimes. Sometimes, you know, I, I always try to find things to do. I, like, if I'm not... I don't want to watch, like, any TV shows. I'll go on YouTube and just watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos about kids doing mm-hmm. uh, i just get off my bed and spend um, time in my other part of my room just on TikTok. So I'll just leave my phone all together, let it charge, and go read some books or go plan out something or go do something on the internet. Yeah. Like, I haven't done, like, oh, I always want to go figure out what this is. Mm-hmm. So I'll go do something else, but sometimes I just be bored. I just be like, you know what? I don't fight doing anything. Let me wait. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think now is the perfect time for me to um cook. Yeah, I've been cooking more, mm-hmm. but I'm like I noticed like I I've stopped cheese. I went to my brother's house and cheated, and I ate a whole pizza, and mm-hmm. then I ate pizza again today. But I had stopped cheese for a while. 
I'm trying to cut down on my dairy. I'm trying to just cut down on food that I just don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I haven't bought almond milk. I mean, yeah, last time I bought almond milk was like last shopping trip. But I ain't used anything. I needed it since then. Yeah. Like, nah, like, I'm cutting down. Like, that's the reason I don't buy cereal anymore. Because I'm like, why do I buy milk? Because I want to eat cereal, but I'll just eat the whole box in one day anyways. Yeah. So I don't really try to buy cereal anymore. Don't do it, bro. Just get get, get good food. Yeah, like, just get food that you can cook. Like, I finally perfected my Haitian spaghetti the other day. Never thought I would. I did it without the recipe, too. I just did it from my head. I just said, like, this is a simple recipe. You just season it and put some water in it. And you cover it, and that's it. Nah, I can do it. I'm like, nah, I know. And I know now, like, if it doesn't taste right, what to do to make it taste right. Like, I Yes, ladies, start from now. Use this time to to um, learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. You know, ladies and men, learn mm-hmm. how to cook and, you know, reach somebody's heart through their stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, I really am not cooking with meats because I just... Like oh, heavy meats, like I'll keep cook with some sausage, and I'll cook with some eggs, and I'll cook with some like fish. But I feel like my cooking is gonna be more centered on fish. I think I'm gonna cook more fish than I'm gonna cook meat because I I don't like the whole process with meat, like all those extra things you gotta do with meat. For sure, you for gotta sure. do with fish. You don't. And plus fish, I feel like let's eat it now because the oceans are rising and it's gonna be acidic. One day we're not gonna have it probably. So let's eat it now. Like let's enjoy our shrimps. You let's guys, Rosh is my is my news feed by the way. I do not listen to the news or watch the news at all. Rosh is my news feed, and you know I read a lot of news. I try not to, but I can't help myself. Like I don't want to be on Instagram. I don't want to be on TikTok. If I'm on my phone, I'm not like playing games. I'll just go over to reading and see what's yeah. happening. Cause I was wanna know what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? I had to, you do a lot of podcasts. I had to stop doing podcasts because I found myself so intertwined with people's lives who didn't really have anything to do with me. Mm. Like, otherwise, like, the news, like, it's politicians, all these news things. Yeah. You know, it's going to affect me eventually, you know? Like, the quarantine, like, the cell, like stay at home, all this is affecting me. I mean, some news don't affect me. Like, don't, I don't really care about, like, knowing that Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat are having Sonic. I mean, I love that. I love that idea. <laughs> but, um... No, some news, it's not really, you know, hurting me, but the podcast is, I'm hearing why Lala Anthony is doing with this person, and this person is doing with this person, and they'll yeah, yeah. with this person, and I'm just like, why? I don't really, like, after a while, just, like, consume too much of my time, now I'm thinking about celebrity B, when I should have been thinking about me, I, I'm, you know? I, honestly, I listen to the Breakfast Club every single day, and... It doesn't. I don't think it affects me like that. It's just mm-hmm. like in the moment thing. Like mm-hmm. I hear it then while I'm listening to it. I'm like, okay, cool, and like, yeah. I don't think nothing ever really stays with me. I'm mm. at all. But I do like. I do like to listen to stuff that they talk about because it's not always gossip for mm-hmm. sure. But I, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I think it's just, it's just who you are because mm-hmm. the gossip don't never stay with me. I mm-hmm. hear it, but then it's like you got to remind me unless it's something major. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Honestly, everything stays with me. TV shows, all that stays with me. Like, I'll be in a certain mindset if I'm watching Supernatural and Criminal Minds. Like, I need to get out of that mindset before I start right there. Like, I have to go watch some Amazing World of Ball, something else, just to brighten up my mood. Because yeah, it yeah. will stay with me. Like, it can't be the last thing I watch before I go to sleep. Like, it has to be something, oh, you know, okay. up, yeah, I feel lifting. It has to be something that, that gives a positive spin on the world because... I can't. I might start off my day with it. I might, like, that might be the first thing I watch, some Criminal Minds, and just, like... 
but I can't stay the whole day with it in my head because I'll be like, damn, these killers are everywhere, huh? I realized that I've become a screen person. Like, I finished, um, did I finish it? Oh, I'm halfway through, almost quarter, well, I need to start back <laughs> finishing mm-hmm. this book. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading Shook Ones, and um, Charlamagne talks about how he waits, I think he said four hours or so. He waits, like, a period of time before he touches his phone. As soon as he wakes up, he gives himself time to pray and do other things. He doesn't immediately go on his phone. And mm-hmm. I realize, I get up, and I grab my phone. Mm-hmm. I go in the bathroom to pee, and my phone is in my hand, and I'm scrolling I immediately mm-hmm. as soon as I get up, you know? Or I'm playing a podcast. I want to hear something as soon as I um, wake up. I realize that I do not like it when it's quiet. And it's so weird because when I was younger, I would just sit in the quiet. And I would daydream. And I was so good at, like, making, creating things within my mind. And, like, physically being able to put myself places that I've lost touch of that. I have no imagination now. It's crazy. I have a lot of imagination. It's crazy. It's, like, the opposite for me. My phone may be something the first thing I touch, but it's not to, like use it for anything but see what time it is like mm. i like to always know what time it is if i wake up in the middle of the night i'm like what time would i wake up 3 a.m yeah. I, I i like to like count how many hours of sleep i'm getting so i can because i don't really have a sleep sleep schedule right now but i know i'm like i probably like this is probably not gonna be a nap this is probably gonna be a time i'm gone for like eight hours like, yeah yeah because i haven't like slept since last night like last night i took out i went to sleep at three i woke up at four and i almost touched my phone when i first wake up after like sleeping other than look at the time then i'll put it back down and i'll just lay there and just think about things i'll just lay there for maybe an hour like my day doesn't start until like an hour after that week i won't even check my messages i won't check my messages i won't even look at the news i just sit there for an hour and there are times where if i spent all my battery on my phone it's probably not on anything but playing like that game i have this game where it's like coloring in numbers yeah and i literally really really like doing it it takes up a lot of my time like i don't even pay any other games on my phone and i just really just be doing that that's what i use my phone for just that and like the news and sometimes TikTok and instagram but that doesn't take up my whole day i usually just leave my phone if my phone's not charged it's not because i was using it because i have not charged it for like a day because i just yeah. been leaving well, you gotta it next to me i, I like phone. phone iphones <laughs> they die when you touch them as soon as you unlock it it goes down 10 percent. but um yeah i mean i don't spend the mm-hmm. majority of my day doing that at mm-hmm. all but it's just that it's just I notice, like, I have to have something going on. Like, even if mm. I'm reading, I want noise. <laughs> like, oh, oh. I, I'm a noisy mm. person. I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys ever have an issue with it, but it's just, like, I be thinking in my head sometimes, like, how do y'all deal with me? Like, sometimes, like, I'm not even watching my TV. It's on 100. It just has to be on 100 because I need to hear it. I need to hear it while I'm taking a shower, while I'm moving. And it's just, I don't know. It's a little weird. I just wish I could cut down on it. Uh, I like I like white noise. I feel like be, in the absence of white noise, I use my TV like that too. But the thing is, I have to turn it off at certain times because I can't, I can't stand the light. I can't stand the light. It's I, bright. It's too bright for me. Like that light, that type of light, the glow from our, um, our what's those called? The, the rocks, the Himalaya rocks that we have in our room, that glow is soft and it's orange. So it will lull me to sleep. The glow from the TV is too bright. It's too yeah. glaring. It's, it's in my face. Like even in the lowest setting on my TV, it bothers me. Even sometimes in the daytime when I'm watching the TV, I would want to like just turn it off. I think I don't you want need to a different me. TV. Because I, re- I realize my TV mm-hmm. does something when the light is on. Mm-hmm. It's different than when the, there's no light in the room. Oh, yeah. Auto. Yeah. I, I have auto settings, but I don't like the auto settings because sometimes... 
I want the TV darker when it's lighter. Like, sometimes I just like, because my personal pre- preference sometimes doesn't have to do with the light on, mm. on in my room. It's just how I feel at that moment. Like, sometimes in the middle of the night, I want it to be super bright because I want to see, like, this show is just really dark. Like, yeah. it doesn't take consideration, like, the show I'm watching. Like, Criminal Minds, like, has a lot of dark tones. Like, a lot of things might be happening at night. So, I need it to be super bright when I'm watching that. But then sometimes Amazing World Gumball is the brightest show in the world. <laughs> I need it to be on the lowest setting. It doesn't take that into account. It just takes into account the light out here. Mm. It doesn't take the show into account. So that's why I'm always playing with it. Because I don't like auto. Like I had auto on for a while, but it bothered me because like now I want to watch the show like this. I want to watch the show like that. So I just so do I it manually. Because uh, yeah. I, I want, this is how I want to watch it. So I'm going to watch it how I want to watch it. Well... Guys, that's another episode of Melting Wax Podcast. We're doing really good. Look at this. Mm-hmm. this is, we're going to let it run until we reach an hour. So you guys should just hear us breathe. <sighs> Follow us at Late Wax. At Late. At, what was it? At Late Show on Twitter? At Late Wax. Late Wax on Twitter. And at Melting 